Web 37 Daily, a 1.37 p.m. daily Twitter space about all things NFTs and Web3. Today we are joined by D1 athlete and social media influencer Kai Novak, NFT artist Sarah Bowman from Women and Weapons, Julie Pacino, and representatives from Tinder and Wiener NFT. We'll be talking about Tinder's decision to go into the Web3 space and how they're creating an inclusive and accountable NFT program that aims to empower women. I hope you guys enjoy. Today, we're doing Tinder hosts women in Web3, IP, NIL, and community. Um, if you don't know, NIL means name, image, and likeness. And so today, we're just, we're just a little a couple of minutes behind. So we're just going to introduce everyone that's on stage right now. We have Charlie, who is the director of social from Tinder. Thank you for being here. We have Kai Novak, who is a D1 athlete. We have Sarah Bauman, who is an amazing artist. We also have Julie Pacino, an amazing artist as well. And Jessica from Vayner NFT and Nick from 1.37 p.m. as well. And Brandon, who will be speaking about POOP. And we're really excited to have you guys. How are you guys doing? We're great. We're really excited to be here. And thank you, everyone, for, for joining. Um, I just would like everyone to just introduce themselves. Um, just a really quick introduction. Um, your name, what's your background, and then we can hop into um, Tinder delving into NFTs. Great. I can kick us off. I'm Charlie. I am the director of social for North America at Tinder. I actually previously <coughs> came from VaynerMedia for about five years, um, who has been just a really incredible partner. And helping us, you know, get our feet wet in this space and excited to continue to explore what the future holds for Tinder in Web3. I can hop in and go next. Hi there. My name is Jessica <laughs> Greenwald and I'm representing Vayner NFT, Gary V's NFT agency. And we help brands and celebrities develop and grow their Web3 strategies. Uh, I will pop in. Um, what's up? My name is Julie Pacino. I'm a photographer, filmmaker, NFT artist and collector. Um, I've been in the space for about a year now, a little over a year, and I'm, I'm super excited to dig in and have a great conversation today. And my name is Sarah Bauman. I am the artist and founder of the collection called Women and Weapons, um, and I'm excited to get to talk to you all. Hey, everyone. I'm Kai. Uh, I'm a Division One soccer player at UCLA, neuroscience major, huge NFT enthusiast, and a content creator on the side. I can't wait to get into the conversation. Awesome introduction, you guys. So why we're here today is we're going to talk about Tinder um, jumping into Web3 and as well as empowering women in Web3 as well. So there's a lot of missions here today. And I just want to ask you guys, why are you guys entering NFTs now? And how did this project come to life? Charlie, could you just kind of give us a background? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, so many brands right now are just popping into this space. And that just because they're incredible brands in real life doesn't necessarily mean that that translates over. Uh, just because you do an NFT drop or you a collaboration in this sort of category doesn't make it meaningful. So, you know, we really wanted to listen to the community and, and bring people together and explore before we fully entered. And it was really important to us to understand what our consumer wants, particularly females, particularly athletes in this space, how we can help them and empower them. Um, we definitely didn't want to be a brand that just 
came in and ruined the authenticity and what makes the Web3 space, you know, truly what it is. And so I think a POAP and bringing these incredibly talented people here today together just felt felt really right for us as a brand. You know, I'd love to hop in on that because I'm so impressed with and honored to be working with Tinder on this because I super respect the approach that they've taken because it's so aligned with what we recommend over at Vayner. It's important to us that the clients we work with enter the Web3 community in an authentic way. And to do that, you have to actually get to know the community first and become a contributing member of it rather than just diving in. And Tinder was all on board, totally on board for that and wants to get to know folks in the space. They're asking the right questions, following artists they're excited about and taking time to learn how they can add the most value to a community, to this community in a way that's uniquely them. And I think we're, we're stoked to hear that because that's really what was, you know, the number one priority. And we were asked, like, what does the future hold for us and what is like going to come after this? And I think we'll just really have to see. We'll see how today goes and this conversation goes and how it resonates with our audience and really aim to like truly listen. Do our consumer and our user want brands here? Do they want us here? And if so, how can we show up in a way that really empowers users, reflects what we believe in as a brand and, you know, truly gives our core audience, like I mentioned, particularly females, a voice in this space. Kai, did you want to talk about that as well? Yeah, I'll just hop in. I mean, I think it's super important to empower women in the space, as it was just said, just because I remember talking to Sarah about this when we first met. Like, if I want to talk NFTs, if I want to talk Web3 with anybody in my close circle, I have to talk to the guys. And it's like, I want to talk to my closest girlfriends. I want to talk to my teammates. But it's like, right now, there aren't that many females in the space. And I really want to encourage as many people as possible, especially females to start hopping into web three NFTs, because I mean, look at Sarah, like she inspires me every single day, but she's a trailblazer. And and I want more women to get involved just like her. I love, Oh, I love you so much, Kyla. I can't even tell you. Um, but also like why now to enter NFTs? My best answer is we're at the start of something really special right now. I've been saying this a lot lately, and I, I really do mean it. Um, I think that you're taking a risk entering the NFT space because it is a new space and it takes a lot of education. But I genuinely also think that people are taking a risk by not jumping in because right now Web3 is something that genuinely could change people's lives. Absolutely. I know it's changed so many of our lives as well. And um, thank you for all of your answers. Um, I think we can all agree that we need more women in the space. And you guys are such leaders. So I'm so glad to be with you guys today. And Tinder is such a um, big web to brand and um, Vayner NFT is so big into NFTs. And people are probably wondering, wow, this is a really unlikely collaboration. How did you guys have that first meeting? Like, how did this idea evolve? I think we were we were toying around with the idea and we really wanted it to feel natural and feel like a fit. Um, and as we focus on females and empowering women in this space, when we got the update last year that, you know, there was a change in college athlete name and likeness and how they could own and really, you know, make something of their their personal brand. We felt like those two things combined could just be really powerful and impactful. And and Vayner sort of came in and, and showed us the way. Yeah, they got to say on, on our side, we were so excited when Tinder was saying they want to support and elevate and highlight the voices of women in the space. It's such a refreshing thing to have a brand come to us with. I, 
you know, like I said, I, I super respect their approach and the way they're going about this in such a thoughtful way and actually talking to community members first and, and putting their money where their mouth is, right? Like here they are hosting this space to get to know women in the space and elevate females in athletics and across the board. Just it's, it's really incredible to see a brand of Tinder's level and size and influence do these things to help support women. It's definitely a really good choice. The president of Vayner NFT is also a woman. Avery is amazing. So it's just all across the board, a great choice. So you were mentioning about the name, image, and likeness and how that's new. Could you explain that and what parallels do you see between that and those laws with the emerging NFT space? I don't know if that's a question for me or for, for Vayner NFT, but I'm happy to, to lean in from a Tinder perspective. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I think um, with our core audience being a much younger demographic and college athletes, you know, fitting perfectly in sort of that that core audience, um, it just felt like a new, fresh opportunity to elevate and empower females. Like I said, I think um, it was as as simple as that. The category is, you know, up and and coming, if if not now more than ever. Um, and so it just felt like a really, really natural fit. Yeah. And Kai, you know, for you as an athlete, why do you think it's important to use your name, image and likeness to promote a cause that you believe in, whether it's Web3 or anything else? Yeah, I mean, so with Web3, I just think that in in order for a lot of athletes to start building their brand, I think the biggest thing that we have seen is athletes creating their own player trading cards in the form of NFTs. I think that is super cool, but I really specifically like what Tinder and Vayner have done um, in this space right now. We're not just throwing out a Kyla Novak player card. You know, we're sitting down, we're connecting with the community, we're having a conversation, and we're hearing what, you know, the people want, what the community wants. And I mean, I'm kind of hinting at what the what the POAP is, is coming around to, to be. What's in the actual art is something very close to my heart. It's the LGBTQ plus community. And that's something that I've been advocating for, you know, my entire life. And I think just like that is more of like a a a minority group. We have women in NFTs. It's a minority group. And I just want to highlight the fact that it's like, we can be giving voices to all these people on so many platforms. And with the NIL rules changing, like, you don't, I don't want to say like, you don't want to be a sellout and just kind of like create this NFT and just put it out there, whatever you want to connect with your community. You want to give your community a voice. And that's kind of why I hopped in this in the first place. And, and to build on Kai's point too, I think to be totally transparent, that's a lot where the idea originally started, right? It's, it's a natural fit. We saw what was happening in the category. We saw the trading cards, or if you think dating cards, or, you know, how we pair those two things together. I think we all as a team took a step back and, and to Kai's exact point said, how can we listen? How can we learn? How can we make this really a collaborative experience for not just brands and athletes, but really for, you know, everyone involved. I love that. And I love that, you know, you're using your personal brand 
and using the causes that you actually care so much about to make it a part of you. And I think that's the whole point of, you know, personal branding and personal ownership and also empowerment. So we love that. And we're really excited to hear more about the POAP later on. Um, and just one more question about um, the NIL. Do you think that the ownership rights have empowered you as a woman? Or do you think that um, it's unrelated and that it just empowers everyone in general? Just what are your thoughts on that, Kai? I definitely think it's it's empowered athletes as a whole just because it's finally given us control over what we're allowed to do with our image. Before, I felt like we were very trapped. We were very um, timid with what we can do. And especially females, again, we're empowered to, you know, be bold, like create our own brands, create our own. Let's say one of my teammates just created her own jersey, like things that we just could not do before. We were so constricted and now we're so free to create our own brand, put our own message out there. And I think it's absolutely incredible. It's opened up so many opportunities for everyone, but again, specifically women, and we got to build each other up in this community. Awesome. And Sarah, what about you from your perspective as just a leader in NFTs and in the female NFT space? For sure. I mean, I think genuinely there's a monumental shift that's about to come with personal branding um, and the way that people leverage their name, their image, their likeness and audience. And I think especially for athletes, for celebrities, for influencers, they now have that capability through the blockchain to leverage their likeness to create NFTs that they can get royalties from in perpetuity. Um, actually, I think that the example of athletes is a really good one because a lot of times with, you know, many different different athletes, many different sports, the window is fairly short for that career. And I think through the NFT space, they're able to provide value, engagement and benefits to their audience and their fans that they can then get reoccurring revenue forever. And I think that genuinely is game changing because like I love an athlete while they're playing, but I also love that athlete even after they retire and to be able to continue to own something associated with them, I think is extremely exciting. Yeah. And just like Kai said, it's not just anything, just like a trading card that you could just throw out. It's something meaningful and something that can just change things in general in society. And I just wanted to ask, um, since you already touched on this, um, Julie, also as an artist, how has it been being a woman in NFTs as an artist in terms of just your personal obstacles in your brand building? It's, it's really been pretty magical for me because, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a gay woman and I'm a, a big advocate for, rights for artists who are LGBTQ plus and, and women in general. And so, you know, a, a big part of that and a big part of moving that stuff forward is being able to be yourself fully and to feel comfortable being vulnerable. And so like th this space in comparison to every other field that I've operated in, like I've found rewards, vulnerability more than anything else. And so it's been really honestly life-changing for me because I, I feel like I've, I'm able to exist in this place. I'm able to build a brand that is 100% authentic to me. It's, it is, it is my truth. And, um, that I just, it doesn't really exist in the, in the same way that it does here and in, in, in this space. So, um, it's 
gosh, I mean, as I, the, I know that this, that NFTs and web three grows every single day, but the more, the more people that, that discover this and just understand how amazing it feels to be your truest self and to be able to make a living doing that and to be able to connect with other people who are also doing that and to support other people who are doing it and for them to support you. I mean, it's this self-sustaining ecosystem that we're, that we're all building with each other. And so it's, it's quite beautiful. And as it pertains to, to branding, I mean, like I said, it's, it's just, you get to, you get to build a brand that is completely authentic, which is, I think where, where we're going, I think that's the future is, is eliminating, um, you know, eliminating these gigantic corporations that don't really stand for anything that are pretty hollow and, um, and giving the power back to the artists and the creators. I totally agree. And, you know, just my personal experiences in the NFT space, I just feel like so many people that I've met through NFTs, I feel closer to them than so many people that I've actually been friends with in real life. And that's just something that, you know, when I tell people that aren't in the space, they, they can't understand, but it's just, it's, it's truly that authenticity and that acceptance and just being yourself. And I'm glad that we can able, we're able to translate that, you know, across so many different platforms and with so many people. And so, um, you know, um, Jess, I, I wanted to ask you as well, you know, not just as, you know, I asked people as an artist, but, you know, just as a woman in general, a, a female leader in NFTs, what has your experience been like? My experience in the Web3 space? Yes, just being a woman in NFTs. It's been wonderful. You know, I, I've been in the tech industry for two decades and I came up during the time where pre me too movement um all the toxic experiences you see on tv about the tech industry i've lived through that and coming into web 3 was totally different it's a completely different culture here it's like a way healthier more collaborative tech environment than i'd ever seen before and building on top of that hopping into vayner nft it's this work environment has been amazing. I I have a lot of experience to compare it to. And this is the most diverse, most thoughtful, most empathetic, uh, collaborative work environment I've ever had the pleasure of being a part of. And I think it truly reflects the Web3 space and the NFT community and all the people in it who are here at the beginning, working together to grow things and create a more equitable future for the future of tech and building this technology so that it serves more people instead of the small group of people that it's that the web two world served before. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, as someone that's part of Vayner NFT, you see female led projects all the time, or you see people, you know, shell different projects to you, you know, constantly, what, what do you look for when you want to invest in one and when you want to help grow one? Um, what projects stand out to you as a leader in the space? You know, so that's why I keep going back to how impressed I, I, have, I am and continue to be with Tinder is that they approach this with such a open mind and such a collaborative spirit and, and a very like, hey, we're new to this and we want to learn first. We don't want to just dive in and do a thing just because we see everyone else doing it. They're not rushing to market. They're not trying to half-ass something. They're really being super thoughtful about this. And that's exactly the type of organization and type of ethos that we want to work with and that we encourage in all our clients. 
So we're, we're seeing brands that are coming into the space in a very healthy way. And, and we're so grateful and honored to be here to help them and guide them in that process. I think that's something that has answered a lot of questions that people might have had in the audience. You know, um, there are so many brands jumping into the Web3 space because they think of it as a good opportunity to be a cash grab. But I really appreciate the fact that we're having this space right now. And so we can use this as an opportunity to know about um, Tinder's authentic core values and Kai's values and Vayner NFT's values and, you know, why you guys are, you know, slowly um, you know, jumping into this space without, you know, just kind of like how so many, so, so many other brands are just like dropping NFTs and then making money and then it becomes a rug and just so many other things. So I just really, really appreciate this thoughtfulness and consideration from you guys. Um, and just talking more about, you know, this project that you guys have, you know, Tinder for you, you know, why are you boldly taking this leap knowing that so many people can be skeptical about big brands entering the space and what do you want them to know? Yeah, I think like like I hit on earlier, we felt like this way in was definitely the most authentic to us. I think, you know, core values for us as a company is really, especially now more than ever after everything everyone's been through these last few years is keeping that magic of, you know, human connection alive and bringing people together in this Twitter space to have this conversation, to hit on the things that were important felt like a nice way in without doubling down on something that we hadn't really fully, you know, immersed in yet and didn't really know exactly what might be a fit or what might resonate with that audience. Awesome. And does anyone want to add anything about this partnership that, you know, I didn't really ask about this project, you know, what empowered you guys to do it, what the initial meetings were like, you know, feel free to just tell me. I'd actually really love to hear the artists and Kyla talk about their collaboration and how they came up with this co-op. It, it's pretty stunning. Yes, yes. We're so excited to hear about that. I was just beyond lucky enough to get to work with my now new friend, like wonderful human being, Kyla. Um, she's an absolute bundle of joy, warmth, and such a brilliant individual. Um, she stands for so much good. And I love that she's wanting to bring more women into the space and have a greater LGBTQIA voice in the space. Um, and so her and I really had the opportunity to kind of go back and forth on what we wanted to be represented in this piece. Um, and she was really a, a true delight. And I really wanted to make sure that we encapsulated things that were important to her with this piece um, that I think are really interesting. And, and I really want Kyla, I want you to share a little bit more about that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we'll start off by Sarah and I actually met up to get coffee to work on this project. And I didn't tell her over text, but I was her biggest fan. When I first got into the NFT space, Women and Weapons was one of the first projects I actually looked to invest in. And it was the only project um, out of, I want to say five that I was looking at that was uh, designed by a female artist. So it immediately grabbed my attention. So I am Sarah's biggest fan, the biggest fan of Sarah on the planet. And it was just amazing to meet her and work with her. Such, such an honor and a pleasure. Um, but yeah, like in terms of what we included in this POAP, um, something near and dear to my heart, obviously, like I've said, I'm a member and advocate of the LGBTQ plus community. And I just wanted to create something that, not only empowers 
women in that community, women in sport, women in Web3, women in art. Um, but something that brings us all together. And I think once we once we actually see the art, um, it'll make a lot more sense. It, it comes full circle. But that was that was really the one thing I said to Sarah. I was like, this this little rainbow piece has to be in it. Um, just because I feel like the second I came out, the second I talked about being a member of the community, I felt so much more love um, and just felt like I could be my unique and authentic self. And that was the second that I gained confidence in myself and was not only able to empower others, but, you know, empower myself on a daily basis. So that was that was definitely the most important aspect. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm so excited. And I know that everyone else is really excited as well. You know, we have co-ops for all of our spaces, but this one I feel especially excited about just hearing your enthusiasm and hearing the collaboration between you two. You know, um, Sarah, you're such an amazing artist. Women and Weapons has just been everywhere all over Twitter. And Kai, you know, you're such a big social media presence. It's just something that, you know, I'm I'm very excited about. It. I'm sure everyone is. But anyways, I wanted to just ask Kai and Sarah, were there any obstacles when you guys were designing this poop? Or was it just all like perfect sunshine, rainbows? And like, could you just go more into the design process for us? I mean, I think anytime you're, you're designing any artwork, there's always going to be obstacles in regards to like aesthetic and fit and what have you. But, you know, working with and working with Kyla and working with Vayner. I mean, honestly, it's like the dream team to be, to be totally frank. Um, everybody's been so warm and honest and open and kind and, uh, really collaborative in regards to the artwork. So, you know, in, in terms of like difficulty to create an artwork, this is definitely on the easier end of things for sure. Awesome. What about you, Kai? I mean, Sarah said it the best. This is definitely the dream team. Um, we we had kind of an initial POAP design set out. And I want to say looking looking back at that one to what to what you guys will soon see, there was a lot it was a lot more timid, I wanna say. I feel like the POAP y'all are getting is extremely more bold. It screams uniqueness, it screams empowerment. And I mean you see that from Sarah's collection, Women and Weapons, that that's the exact message she's getting across. Um, no bumps in the road, really. Sarah and I had amazing chemistry. Tinder and Vayner were incredible along along the whole way. And, and they supported me very much in, in the message I wanted to put out. Um, and yeah, I, I love every single one of them for it. It was an incredible process that I was so blessed to be a part of. I'm excited that, you know, it's going to have, you know, something about LGBT community. And I know that Julie, you mentioned earlier that you were also um, identify and that's a really important part of you as well. And I just want to ask you about your NFT collections since we didn't get a chance to earlier. What, how, what is, what are you working on right now and what are you most excited about in the space? Oh man, I'm, there's, <laughs> there's so much, there's so much, um, you know, just, from a broad sort of point of view, photography for me has always been a way to express my sexual identity. Like I think I really use photography as a tool to like become comfortable with who I am and also to be comfortable with just being open and sharing that with people. It's like through, through the sharing of my artwork, which, you know, my photos really focus primarily on women. Like I, I almost exclusively, photograph women. And I love, I love photographing women 
in character or working on a role with a model or an actress and then capturing them in these sort of powerful roles that maybe traditionally you'd see men playing. And that, that sort of plays into the crossover between photography and film. Cause I'm also a filmmaker. Um, and so it, within, within that and within, um, being able to express myself through photography, have people really validated, honestly, like, I think it's just that simple as just having, having my artwork, which represents this side of myself be validated within this space has been the most exciting thing that I've, that has come from it. Obviously I've had some really amazing, I've been a part of some amazing collections. I've had some exciting collections of my own. My most recent one is called Keepers of the Inn. And it's the first film that is fully financed using the proceeds from uh, an NFT drop. And so it's a, a large scale photography collection. We're also taking a portion of the funds and using it to onboard more women into the space via a short films grant that our community will vote on. So I just... I'm in a position right now where I'm, I'm, I just feel so excited and positive about the future of this space and particularly as it pertains to onboarding more women and LGBTQ plus artists in. It's just like it's just growing every single day. And um, and we're really just at the at the very, very beginning of it. So. I feel like every day a month passes and, and, and I mean that in the, in the best possible way. It's just so exciting to be at the forefront of all of this and to be a part of the unfolding. Julie, that's just so incredible. You know, I was actually talking to Miguel, um, the filmmaker for Kaya Dita, and he was talking about you because you were actually the first person to fund a film out of NFTs. And then he, be, he is now the second. And he said that you were so um, invaluable to, you know, advising his project. And I think that's so amazing that it just all goes full circle. And we just need to talk about how groundbreaking it is that, you know, you are, you have funded a film out of NFTs completely. So that's something that has never happened before. And, um, for that to be led by a woman, it's just incredible. Yeah. I just want to like, you know, just keep it light towards the end and just ask you guys, you know, what got you guys into NFTs and what has been the best part of it so far? What got me like NFTs were very confusing to me at first. I like, I think that's, that is a, barrier to entry that I needs to, I'm actively working on trying to fix, but what got me into it, you know, after months of sort of lurking and not really being too shy to be involved in, in these sorts of, uh, spaces and stuff, I, what really got me into it is I just dropped a collection of photographs and started connecting with the people who were collecting my artwork. And, having really amazing, beautiful, stimulating conversations with other like-minded artists and collectors who really seemed to understand my voice and some, some of whom understood it maybe even better than I did, who could help shine a light on things that I was subconsciously expressing. And so that's, that's what got me into the space is, was, was the realization that this is, that this is web three, which is almost something that needs to be experienced to really grasp what that means. And, uh, and that's why I stayed is just, I'm like, Oh, wow. I, I, I feel like I've been working towards and looking for 
this type of environment for my whole life, my whole career. And I finally found it. And I, I want to make every body of work from this point forward within this space. And I, I know that it's just a matter of time before everyone else catches on. So again, just really, really fun to just watch things being built. And yeah, you mentioned Miguel, his, he's got a great, he's got a great project. Jordan Bain is another uh, woman, female identifying filmmaker that's, that's in the space that's crushing it. She put together the film squad, the NFT film squad, and they ha- they've been going for like over a year. So it's just, it's, I, it feels very much like United Artists where we're just at the, at the beginning of, uh, of taking control, taking creative control back and, you know, the sort of the birth of a, of a golden age for cinema. I think we're on the precipice of that and, and that it's going to be achieved through Web3. What a great answer. Thank you so much. What about you, Jess? What has been your favorite part of the space? My favorite part of the space is finding so many people that I feel like get me and that I get too. It's like finally finding a huge chunk of my community was out there in the world and being connected in this environment where everyone's here to build and create something and build out the future. You know, like I'm, I'm a historically pretty antisocial nerd who I kind of felt like I didn't connect with a lot of people. And in the Web3 world, I feel like, wow, everyone's my friend, you know, <laughs> it's been such a nice contrast to what, um, how I'm used to relating to people. Now, I feel like everyone here is totally relatable and I get them and they get me and, and we're all here to do something great together. And we all know that we're building the foundation for a better future. And, and I love that. And we have the technology that enables us to do something like that, to make it possible for artists to actually get the value from the work that they've been producing and in large part for free, you know, and like get the value from their image. Like, you know, Kyla's experiencing now where previously you couldn't financially benefit from that before. It's, it's putting power back into the actual hands of the creators who are generating this value and producing things that make the world a more interesting, exciting, and fun place to be in. Well, I totally feel you when you were talking about the introverted part, you know, just being in this space. And since we're talking about hosting women in Web3, you know, for me, I'm on Twitter spaces all the time. And most of the time I'm listening unless I'm hosting one with like 1.37 p.m. And I feel like a lot of the time, even when I say something on spaces, like I feel like I really have to, you know, tell myself, no, it's okay. You can say it, you can say it. Whereas I feel like many people might not have that. Many men don't have that experience. They just say what they want to say. And so it's actually weird for me to go on and on without anyone actually interrupting me and having the space for us and for me um, to be able to talk about these things. And so I feel really thankful to even have a voice right now. And so I'm glad that you guys are here with me and that you guys are able to do that as well. Um, Yeah. And, you know, Sarah and Kai, what has your favorite part been about the space? And have you, you know, dealt with anything similar, whether it's just in NFTs or in just as an athlete, you know, I'm sure, you know, it's not always amazing, but, you know, we are doing what we can to even the playing field. I think for me, like one of the best things of the space, and, you know, I think this has been touched on a little bit earlier, but 
it's genuinely the community. Uh, we've got a really, really warm and welcoming community of individuals from all sorts of different backgrounds from all over the globe. Um, and that aspect of like, literally you meet these people in real life and it's like, you've known them for years and years. Um, so that aspect of web three has been absolutely incredible, but, uh, the other aspect of it too, and, and this is kind of coming back from my story is that, you know, I've wanted to be an artist my entire life. That's all I ever wanted to do. Um, and you know, for, for sustainability's sake and, and my mom, you know, being a traditional Middle Eastern mother, she was very much pushing me to healthcare. I worked as an occupational therapist in the hospital systems for five years. And, um, after, you know, several waves of working through COVID in the hospital, I, I literally turned to my husband and I was like, I just, I can't do it anymore. Um, and thankfully web three really gave me the opportunity to finally fulfill my dream of becoming an artist. So, um, part two of that is just the multitude of opportunities that are coming out of being involved with web three, not just for artists, not just for celebrities, influencers, but for people of all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of skills, um, that aspect of it is truly incredible to me. I see really amazing things happening in Web3. Amazing. I'm just so glad that we have this space together with so many amazing people. And so um, I just want to go back to um, Charlie with Tinder. I'm sure a lot of people are wondering what is the future of Tinder in this space and what can you share with us? What makes you excited? Yeah, I think, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Like I said, I think how today goes, how this conversation resonates. What does our audience want to see? We want to hear from you. We want to follow the direction of this consumer. We want, you know, the amazing team like Julie and, and Sarah and Kai and the Vayner team to really help inform and and guide what we do next and not just to insert ourselves as a brand and, you know, try to have a role for self-serving purposes. We want us to really be, be impactful and, and be meaningful in the long term. Um, not just something that's, you know, trendy for now, but maybe doesn't actually add a ton of, a ton of value for our users. And I know that Kai, you know, mentioned her personal brand and so did Julie and um, Sarah as well. What is, what is Tinder's mission? What would you consider Tinder's personal brand? Yeah, I think um, also, like I mentioned, really keeping that that human connection alive, um, empowering females, um, focusing on trust and safety and really giving, you know, the voice to this next this next generation. And I think this category is is the perfect place to express yourself, to feel safe and creative and that you can find people who are like minded. You can find people within your community, whether that is your sexuality, your genre, things you're interested in. Um, that's what we stand for as Tinder. And it sounds like, you know, we're all on the same page that that's what this space in this category really is, you know, empowering people to feel comfortable doing. Thank you for sharing. Um, and I know that you already kind of mentioned this already, and it's something that you want to wait and see and see what the people want. Um, what is your biggest goal for what you want to achieve with Tinder to bring to the table in Web3? Um, collaboration, co-collaboration. I think what we've really heard is this doesn't need to be something that we as a brand bring to the table um, from just our perspective. It's giving creators a voice, giving artists a voice, giving athletes a voice, um, and making sure that we're going through the process together, that from an NFT perspective, it's not just what the people want, but the people actually have a say in collaborating and have a say in, you know, expressing themselves and shining light on um you know, this up and coming sort of category in a way that really 
impacts, like you guys had said perfectly, not just, just the athletes or just the celebrities or just the artists, but really everyone of every genre and every category um, and finding ways to co-collaborate between brands and creators in that nature. I'm going to read a little bit of these questions for you guys to answer. We could just maybe answer them rapid fire if you want. Um, just whoever wants to answer can answer. Um, so the first one is, will Tinder enter, enter the metaverse? Um, I want, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I don't know how, how much yes I can, I can say. Um, but I think that is something that is a high priority for us, something that's super interesting. We already, as an app, are thinking about the Tinderverse and really in the app, what functionalities mirrors things that are similar to the metaverse and then thinking through in the metaverse in its truest form, how we can bring people together and, and bring those connections and those relationships to life that maybe wouldn't otherwise be, be possible um, in person, similar to, you know, what we focus on and what our priority is just for Tinder in general and really making those connections and, and bringing people together. Awesome. And what do you guys think about dating via metaverse since you guys are you know a dating app um i think we're excited about it for sure i think there are um definitely some logistics and some things to to work through and to make sure that this is what people want that people feel comfortable and people feel safe um and that it really aligns with with our core user user value but i think you know the same way um like i mentioned that you know, Tinder in the app itself really prioritizes is making those connections, getting to know people, taking that relationship to the next level, whether it's romantic, platonic, you're looking, you move to a new city, you're looking to meet someone or, you know, you're looking for something a bit more serious. I think the metaverse could, could be the perfect place to really, you know, not replace any steps in the process, but add that extra level of getting to know someone and building those deeper, um, stronger connections. Wow. Thank you for dropping that alpha. And <laughs> um, what is your advice for young artists in the NFT space? And this could be, you know, anyone answering, Sarah, Julie. My biggest advice for young artists is to just get started. Um, of course, I definitely think it's important to do your research into the space, you know, learn a little bit about the space before you jump in. Make sure you're making safe choices, like not giving out your seed phrase. That's a really important one. Um, but also just get started somewhere. I know a lot of times it can be really overwhelming and really daunting because you feel as though you need to know 100% of whatever it is that you're going into in order to feel secure. But you're also missing out on a lot of opportunities by waiting that way. Um, so for young artists who are wanting to get into the space, who are interested in dropping an NFT or interested in getting into the space in some way, shape or form, just get going, get started, start talking to people, start learning from people. And a lot of doors are going to open up for you. Yeah, definitely. For th That's sound advice. Just wanted to jump in real quick and build off that by saying, uh, a big thing for me that really helped was figuring out my why, like, why am I doing this as an NFT? Uh, why do, why will, what, what can I do for the community and what will the community add to this project? Um, just having that answer can sort of be a, a great foundation to build off of and, and can help determine direction. Thank you for this really great advice. I'm sure everyone that's listening can benefit from that, whether or not they are young or not. Um, just getting started, you know, what whatever age you are, it doesn't matter as long as you decide to make that decision 
And, you know, we were talking about dating in the metaverse. Um, Sarah mentioned that she met someone that she met a couple that met through Web3 and they got married, I think, 12 days after they met in real life. Can you just share that story with us just so we could just hear about this crazy story? Oh, my God. I met the most lovely couple yesterday. Um, They apparently started getting to know one another through Web3 through the NFT space um, and became kind of like pen pals through the NFT space. And we're talking for, I think they said eight or nine months and they actually met each other for the first time in real life at Art Basel in Miami. And um, I think, you know, like I said before, you really meet your people in this space. Um, And after they met in real life in Miami, they got married 12 days later and they are still together. And it's absolutely incredible to hear that. And I was just after hearing that, I was like, oh my God, it's Tinder in the metaverse. This is so awesome. But yeah, really cool story to hear. Oh my God. And I was just wondering, is that Winnie and Toby? Because that's another Web3 couple that I know met through NFTs through the Cool Cats community. Yes, they are amazing humans. Oh my God, what a coincidence. (laughs) Literally, it's still a small world, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I remember um, because I had known Toby before, um, like he met Winnie in real life. And like, it just seemed like, you know, they were already like really connected and they had known each other so, so deeply, you know, and that just goes to show that, you know, these connections, they don't have to all be in real life. And, you know, that's, that's something that I hope that, you know, Tinder and Vayner NFT and Kai and everyone can just translate through what they're going to show us. So, you know, for further advice on getting into the space as an artist or anyone who wants to hop into Web3, I highly recommend just reaching out to the people that you respect in the space because everyone is really friendly and approachable and super accessible right now. And they want to help. Like we are all here to help you learn about the space and get involved and be a part of shaping this future of technology. So don't be shy. Like just, just say hi. You'd be pretty surprised. You can hit up people that you're huge fans of on Twitter and you might actually get a message and get become really good friends. I, I've done this a lot in the space with artists that I'm huge fans of and, and kind of shy about reaching out. But, you know, I just give it a shot and and now we're good friends and we hang out in real life whenever the NFT conferences happen. And, and it, I've, I've found that like people in this space, super friendly and they, they will go above and beyond to help you figure this out and get you onboarded. And from Tinder's perspective, just thank you to the team, to everyone who made this possible, to everyone who joined and listened through. Um, definitely. Thank you so much, everyone. Up on April 1st. So check your wallet, check your email and get excited. Thank you so much for um, being on this space with us, everyone. You guys have just been truly inspirational. And these questions have been very, very interesting and very, very in-depth. Um, Tinder, you guys really, really answered these very tough questions very well. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you all. It's been such a pleasure to work with all of you. And I look forward to collaborating with you more in the future. Thank you so much again for tuning in to this amazing episode. Make sure to follow for more and subscribe to Web37 Daily. Be sure to check out every single live Twitter space on our Twitter at 1.37 p.m.